since this episode's about music, I might as well do my vocal exercises. I'm singing in the rain, yes, just singing in the rain. What a glorious feeling, I'm happy again. Hello guys and welcome, welcome. It is May the 6th and welcome to the Red Head Boy podcast. It's episode 8. Yes, we got there with me, your host, Harry Allen. Thank you for coming back and listening again. I've been super enjoying doing the podcast and I have super enjoyed doing this episode 8. I, for this episode, it's all about music and I chatted to my friend Carrie Higgs and her producer Dom about her exciting new album called Zero Plus. It's a real experimental album. It's all about alternate realities, something that you can listen to that will take you off somewhere else. And before I play that fabulous interview that I had with them earlier today, let's listen to a little clip of one of the songs from the album. Hello. Hello. You alright? Yeah, whoa, that's loud. Bear with me. <laughs> it's okay, no worries. <laughs> well, I gain a little bit too high there. It's okay, no worries. How are you? You alright? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, just sort of um yeah, lockdowning. There's not much to say. I mean No, nah, no. Nah. Sort of what I've I've been up to. Nothing else has happened. No, nah, we we haven't like we haven't like talked for like ages it could actually be years you know yeah yeah about maybe like maybe like two i'd say (laughs) i'd say no uh no thanks for coming on by the way i really appreciate it no no problem i've I've not done a podcast before this is my first podcast oh cool it's okay it's okay thanks for giving me the opportunity i'm I'm glad to be your well you you being my first my first attempt (laughs) (laughs) who knows how this is going to go harry interesting it's all right bless you no thanks thanks for both of you coming on and everything i really appreciate it no problem so uh it's all right it'll be a bit it's going to be like a very chilled conversation so don't need to worry okay no problem i'm excited i think it's going to be really fun (laughs) cool cool now now let's uh let's do let's do first let's do like an introduction to the both of you and everything and all that so if uh 
you guys want to do that first just just it, it sure. introduce yourself to the to the sure. listeners sure hello listeners i'm carrie higgs i'm a multimedia artist from brighton and i'm here today with my producer dom say hi dom hello um so yeah i'm i just basically helped carrie with the production and sort of mixing of her album i just um i just sort of the engineering work in Brighton. I managed still done studios, uh, which is a small sort of designing and music uh, studio in Brighton. Uh, just only recently started up. Um, that's pretty much about me. Yeah, that's that's us. Not that's much pretty, me, yeah. pretty much what we do. <laughs> I think it's it's worth me mentioning multimedia, right? It's that kind of word where you're like, what does that actually mean? So I, I mean, I'm more involved in the film and the music aspect. What I'm here today to talk about is my project Zero Plus. Uh, it's a small album project. It's a multimedia project with music and film being two very equal parts of the writing. So I explore elements like augmented reality, how we can change performance spaces, and I'm really trying to get people involved in new sort of forms of engagement. So it's quite an exciting project. Yeah, no. It sounds it. It sounds it. Like uh, that was that was a really good that was a really good answer, by the way. Oh, thank you, Harry. <laughs> that was really good. You literally like answered like three questions in a row there. That was brilliant. <laughs> no, uh, uh, nice to chat to you as well, Dom. As well, I, thank you. I know. I, I I know that we haven't actually met physically yet, have we? So yet. No, uh, <laughs> So no, we have been talking about maybe doing some bits together and that. So no, that's cool. No, tell me, tell me more about the, uh, yeah, tell me more about like uh, the film stuff and stuff like that. Then, so what's like, what's like, um, the the plan with this? Like, what's the plan with mm. the zero plus? So so I'll just go through the the sort of way we work because. Um, I think at the moment, you know, there's lots and lots of bedroom musicians and hey, I, I love that. I love bedroom musicianing. And so really what I've, what I've done is try to get the multimedia aspect more into the bedroom. We have bedroom musicians, we have, you know, filmmakers, but how many people do we really have right now that are at home experimenting with, with things like augmented reality and film that are actually musicians and want to push it from that kind of music base if you know what i mean how can we change the way that musicians approach music so what i obviously do is i've got my camera gear i've got my green screen i've got all my editing software so i'll i'll write the music from the perspective of visuals so i'm writing the music from a picture in my head which is a bit nice i know it sounds <laughs> but um it works really really well when you're you're trying to visualize augmented reality that fits into imagination so well um yeah so so does that kind of answer the question yeah no 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 that sounds really good that sounds like super fun to do as well absolutely yeah like, good, good fun it can go really wrong or it can go really really well it's well, uh that's like that's like the fun bit though isn't it absolutely yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you no, learn no. a lot either way. <laughs> yeah, no, most definitely. Like in in like everything creative, you like start trying something, then you like start writing it or start tweaking it, and you're like, this is good, and then you go, oh no, it's kind of crap. So let's start again. And so yeah, it sounds like a real um, creative like space to work in. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, 
I think I kind of kitted my my home out to be a little different from the traditional home. So uh, I yeah. kind of created, yeah, I created, man, I created this this culture. We've got this new culture appearing, you know, where I've cleared a room out and that room is now the room, the room of everything that, that I do. Um, and I think that's really useful. You don't need a big space these days. Even if you've got a cupboard, you can do it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. You stick it all in the cupboard. You've got your private <laughs> space. You are free to go and explore, to go, you know, work now. We've got so much easy access now to be able to just connect with each other online. So let's make the most of that. Let's make the most of, of the technology that's now around. Um, I think the, the most interesting thing is, is later, I mean, I'm into the augmented reality aspect now, but I really want to get into VR. That's where I'm going um, okay. eventually. Uh, there's a lot of kit that's needed at the moment. The UK is slightly admittedly behind the US a little bit in terms of gear. So I'm sort of waiting for that to calm down a little bit and come a bit more towards the UK. But we're ready, man. We're ready for that. And we are starting it now. So come and check it out, guys. So cool. um, I'm like, I'm like loving the, I'm like loving the passion. It's so good. <laughs> it is. And I hundred think, miles per hour. Yeah, always. no, no. But, but you've always been like that. I remember when I first met you on, uh, we were doing that, uh, a short film with somebody. And yeah, I remember, yeah, Julia. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah, I remember, I remember, and I, I was like, this girl has a lot of energy. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> it was a moment where uh, I realised, it's probably the copious amounts of coffee I drank. I, I might like coffee <laughs> a bit too much. I, I had a, a week where I stopped coffee and I thought, wait, why am I, why Oh, whoa, whoa, I'm not as energetic as I thought. I was just coffeeed up all the time. Ah, uh, that's hilarious. I think it stayed permanently in my brain. Um, yeah, no. Sort of oh, um, no, it's good. It's good. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's a really good thing to, to like, say to people that are listening, like, creatives and stuff, uh, that rather than waiting for opportunities, you need to make the opportunities. Absolutely, yes. Um, and there's a lot of talk about manifestation right now. And yeah, you, to manifest something, you do have to do something. Yeah. And I think that, that really a lot of people uh, really fear, because creatives are, you know, relatively, it's personal sometimes, you know? Yes. It's very yeah. sensitive. And uh, you've created, you put time, you put efforts into creating this whole big project, this whole, this like baby. And, and suddenly if someone sort of rips into it or you feel if you put it out there, people won't like it, then, then that devalues yourself. That is not the case. So it's actually one of the things that this project really talks about that no matter who you are, you have a unique perspective in this in this world no one can see the world through your eyes that is unique and every single person on this planet has that uh, so everybody has something and 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 yeah i think that the artists these days are we're seeing so many you know young people online getting together and doing these amazing projects i think that that this sort of especially with tech it's really enabled us to try to get perspective on ourselves and to work together to gain confidence but yeah totally they should just go for it there's no yeah. point sitting there and, and, and waiting you'll learn along the way if you don't know and people are always happy to help and that's one thing i love about this industry that there's always you know a friendly face that you can say hey um can't quite remember how to press play could you do it for me and they'll be like yeah i'll press play for you 
of course, yeah, you no. should probably know how to press. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, no, I, I like 100% like, agree. Like the creative area is so like uh, friendly and welcoming. And, uh, and the good thing is that they like have been in the same position as like you or us, you know. Absolutely. So it's like, it's all about helping each other. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's what I wanted to do. Uh, with this podcast really was sort of to help advertise other creatives and just to, mm-hmm. for it to be like this space where we talk about just being creative and uh, mm, making our own stuff and and that's what you've got to do is help each other out and you know you do me a favor and I do you a favor and stuff like that so absolutely uh, and that's so, what um, and that's what makes it fun doesn't it so absolutely yeah i think it would be a very lonely existence if you were just doing it on your own and um had no reception at all and no one to to discuss what you've created um since obviously it's really good putting it out there but you're always looking for feedback all the time um Mm. as as a creative so um okay yeah so what what would you say is like uh, what made you want to like do this album, this creative experience, as you sort of like described it, like now? Yeah. What's yeah. made you like? What made you wake up one day and go, "We need to do this now"? Um, well, I mean, I've been writing for a long time, so I started writing music when I was about thirteen, and I started music when I was eight. So it's always been a massive part. Creativity was a huge part of my life. And I wrote, you know, I, I've always loved writing in general. I, I wrote my first little book when I was five mm-hmm. and it's really just never stopped from then. It's, it's so addictive when you, you know, you get into it. It became my, my way of communicating with the outside world in a way that I could understand, which was um, so beneficial to me when I was younger. But um, over the years, I've sort of worked in, obviously I've worked in music, I've worked in film, and not always creative roles, sometimes technical roles. And all of that has really contributed to what I've created now. And so I'm sort of putting in all of these physical experiences into a dreamlike mental experience for other people to listen to. And so for example, um, I worked on a, a, a film job in, in France and it was the craziest film job I've ever done. I slept <laughs> on the floor on a mat. This was a proper job in Cannes and it was mental. I had someone dropping tea in my eye in the morning while she was going to yoga. And really that that's sort of, and that was three years ago. Yeah, no, I think, I think I remember seeing, uh, yeah, pictures. I remember seeing pictures on your Instagram or something yeah. like, yeah, doing that. So I was this like, oh. story, yeah. I was like, lucky woman. She's like going because I remember when we did that uh, short film that that you guys were talking about doing that. <laughs> so um, yeah, so I remember. Right. Yeah, it was a, it was great. <laughs> it was just absolutely mental because we got there and half the team wasn't there, so I had to jump in, do project coordinating, and be like, right, okay, we're doing this scene and that scene. And really, that was such a turning point for me as a creative because I think that that element of just throwing disaster into into my life went whoa whoa okay um I saw more of what I could do I was put under that pressure where 
I came out the other side, it really inspired me to go ahead and start making projects for myself. But it did give me confidence, I'll give it that. And it's also where I, I started collaborating with my, my other producer. Obviously I've got Dom here, but I also have an, another producer called Matt, Matt Wilkinson, mm -hmm. and he's been working in film, TV and music for, gosh, I don't know, like 20 years or something, quite a while. Um, and we sort of got talking whilst we were over there about what I was doing and sort of what I was really getting into. Uh, we ended up having a full, all the, all the set, all of the, the artists that were there, we ended up sort of doing a choir by the end. So we were like singing songs. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, and then I thought, you know <laughs> what? I love this, actually friggin' love it. And I wanna do more. <laughs> I wanna collaborate with more people. So yeah, this is, this is sort of what this is all about. Cool, um, that sounds great. That <laughs> yeah. sounds great. Uh, I always think it's amazing when you have like moments like that or meet people that you automatically uh, connect with and then start speaking about creative stuff. It's just so exciting when you end up meeting other mm. creatives that feed your uh, Absolutely. passion. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. yeah it's great. Um, because it was such a close environment, we had actors, we had filmmakers and we're all sort of together we were all just stuck in a situation where we didn't know really what we were doing and we all had to work together otherwise there would have been no project and um, and sort of that that sort of situation was yeah a, a massive influence on sort of how I approach collaboration now and yeah so <laughs> oh no that's good that's brilliant no that's that 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 sounds like yeah, that sounds like a really good experience and a really good yeah. moment in your creative journey. Absolutely. I mean, musically, I've done quite a lot in terms of bands. I've not done many solo projects. So this is one of my first solo projects. Cool. I've done rock, I've done pop, I've done... Um, I've badly done reggae because obviously I just don't have the accent. It's so important. Right? So little white girl singing reggae, maybe not. Yeah, yeah that could be. <laughs> That's yeah. fine. I keep I keep the bass lines. I keep the bass lines though because they're always so sweet. Um, they they I keep them. So I've got a couple of sort of reggae style bass lines in this album. Oh, sick with other things so obviously no. I've got the rock background cool. which I put a bit of distorted guitar in um and I'm also mega into sort of new stuff I guess sort of trap cool. music and things like that so no no I I remember when we first met and we were talking yeah. about like the stuff that we did and stuff uh -huh. and I remember being like super nervous on that on that particular project that we were doing I don't know why uh, I think <laughs> we had such little time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. And also, it was like chucked in the deep end. And I remember we were in like somebody's flat with a massive dog and everything. It was like a real like. Uh, uh, absolutely, we yeah. have these situations, don't yeah. we? Yeah. yeah. So, um, but I remember like you saying like all this stuff that you do and all this. I was like, Jesus! I was like, she definitely <laughs> knows how to keep herself busy. <laughs> I was like, I was like, that's like really good and really impressive to be honest yeah um, you, know, you know i think that's come from a, a definite place of actually isolation when i was sort of growing up mm. we moved to the to a village and so it was very very quiet there wasn't really much around not many people played music or did film or anything like that and uh, i was pretty much left to go and sort of play an experiment on my own there so I, I think it was a matter of me always trying to reach out to others from where i was and go hey i want to be involved Hey, I'm over here. Obviously, I've, I, I moved. I moved. I'm in Brighton now. Um, but 
actually, I think that was a really useful part of, of my life when I wasn't so in the middle of everything because it really showed me what I wanted to reach to. So, yeah. oh, no, that's good. No, that, that, yeah. I think, I think everyone, uh, sort of when, when they're younger is sort of their first start of thinking of creative stuff mm. and so mm. that, like for me uh it it was because i couldn't go out and do physical stuff because i've got uh well more mild now than i used to i, I was born with cerebral palsy so no and um i have i have a twin so when when we were younger he used to go out and like ride his bike and do all like mm-hmm. do i do like the usual stuff and I couldn't do stuff like that. So it would be like me just sitting in front of the television watching a, like a shit ton of films or a shit ton yeah. of TV <laughs> and, and just saying, I want to do this stuff. I want to make this stuff because, you know, I couldn't go out and do like the, the average stuff as you do for younger. So I think mm-hmm. I agree that our like early lives shape us so mm-hmm. much as the adults that we turn into now and how we Mm. like develop and stuff so I agree with that yeah yeah I think so it's it's definitely a motivator in in trying to get that sort of you know drive is so important yeah I agree as a creative if you you know if you don't if you don't have the drive try and find a way to find the drive because that's going to pull you through Um, yeah these these moments of either either isolation either disaster and chaos which is just part of everyday life i guess mm-hmm. um but that yeah they're huge mo- motivators that can help us go you know what i'm gonna do this i'm gonna yeah. get this done yeah and you know what what do i have to lose i might as well go for it and that's a really nice story harry because yeah i think a lot of creatives do have little stories like this where they can pinpoint maybe that moment when they realized that they were going to go forward and, and do this and do what mm. they wanted to do. Cause I mean, in music, in film, you're pretty, you're pretty reliant on yourself a lot of the time. Yeah. To, and, you know, uh, yeah. A hundred percent. Like, mm. yeah. Now, uh, tell me, yeah, like, tell me, um, tell me like what your main in inspirations for like this new album, like the ideas, like what, what, what sort of, stuff have you been like cherry picking from and who inspired you for this i know this might be a very loaded question yeah right there's so many years of just constant music cool um, i think for me recently i'm looking at artists like bjork where you know she she changes the idea of story on stage she has all those huge lights lovely lighting shows big costumes and they're all sort of related to this whole world theme that she's got going on and i i loved the way that she'd put that together it did get me thinking alongside artists like you know imogen heap where she experiments with her musicianship um she's Mm -hmm. done some funky things and and both of those have really really driven my thoughts on where do I want to go within this art you know what do I want to do ah it's quite similar the the difference is is I think that I want to do more with augmented reality so whereas Bjork is a lot that's it's it's very physical there's a lot of physical things that she does with her shows but they were probably the two biggest inspirators that I can think of. Lady Gaga's Monster House was an, another uh, yeah, thing. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I loved that. I thought that was great. They're all big, flamboyant, colorful. Um, and there's just so much going on. I love that environment. And 
although mine is a little different, hers is quite theatre based and mine's quite sort of digital based. It's very similar in terms of the way that we all work as a, a collaborative. Um, so cool. those were sort of sort yeah, of mine. Cool. I did cool, ask cool. this question to Don because he's obviously got quite a lot of influence in in the mixing and, and things. So that that does have its own own um, influence in itself in, in in the album. And you what did you come up with? You came up with um, um, so no, as a producer, I mainly sort of look into EDM music. So that doesn't sort of just mean like I know like it, it says dance music, but it doesn't necessarily mean you know it's just it's just four to the floor sort of dance music. Um, there is like there's elements from like hip hop and trap, like a lot of a lot of these from like maybe not even newer, but like from 2015, 2014, uh, a lot of hip hop and, and trap artists they've been using like these, you know, AR elements and stuff and uh, in their videos and like sort of making these like sounds uh, with with synths that like really fit the um sort of audio visual sort of narrative. Um, yeah, cool. So there's there's people like you know, you know, Travis Scott and stuff, for example, like he he. His producers, they they do a lot of really interesting like synth work to go and promote the sort of really you know trippy weird uh, stuff that he does in his videos. And I thought that maybe looking into that and and stuff would be useful. And um, I use some of that information to like uh, create some synths in in, uh, in Gary's album to sort of promote that sort of spaciness or whatever you want to call it in in her album. So sound is a huge part of the AR as well. You can't just have just an image like if you put a sound you know they you design yourself like an abstract artifact you design yourself on, on a synth it's going to be far far better than than just having you know some sort of predetermined preset um sort of pushing that sound that that image for you um so like yeah it's really 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 going into like if you want to see what other people are doing you've got to listen to the sounds they're using to promote the image as well it's not just about uh, the it's not just about the vr and stuff as well um, yeah yeah no cool that sounds really that sounds really interesting dom yeah no i i i agree that you got to like look at other people and see what they're doing and see how they're like pushing the medium like forward and stuff well and stuff this, like this that. is the funny thing harry and um, I was looking online for a bigger green screen because obviously at the moment <laughs> I'm only two. Well, I've only got one or two. Well, I've got a small one, two. Cool, um, cool. But to, to do a 360 or to do a 180 view, obviously I'm going to need a couple of those green screens. Yeah. <laughs> Went online. They're all sold out. Everyone's buying them right now. So something must be happening. Um, it, I, I did laugh because I've seen some really weird excuses of a green screen online. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I saw this 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 green screen that was supposed to be this sort of U shape, and uh, everyone had been buying it because they put this picture of a man standing in front of it, and they'd all bought it, and it's literally the size of your phone. It's so small, and I just <laughs> <don't> <laughs> but um, they're, yeah, they're they're all sold out at the moment. So I think that yeah, a lot of people, especially now during lockdown, are sort of thinking, I'm so bored. What can I do? And then this is a way actually for people to escape this, um, this, uh, this reality yeah. a little bit, isn't yeah. it? So I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you can't go outside, at least you can make it indoors. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I agree. Like at the moment, because we're so like contained into like one space, that's the whole reason that I, I started this podcast because I was like, I've done, I've done some radio, like hospital radio, oh, and. Yeah. Um, and obviously at at the moment i can't do that 
So, so I thought, and I was thinking for a while, I was like, I'll do a podcast and just like talk about like creative and stuff. And plus, uh, yeah, it's, I love that. It, it's more, it's like a, it's more freedom than radio because you have so many rules for radio and stuff like that and all. Yeah. Radio is quite different. I mean, I've, I've, I've done a bit of radio before this was years ago and it's a little bit more rigid and cause I guess yeah. there's time to consider as well with radio. There's a lot yeah. less time sometimes for interviews and things yeah, Whereas with, with things like podcasts. You can actually, you tend to see the personality of the person a little bit better. I find cause you've got that time to, to listen and, and really make the most make the most of it yeah yeah no no i agree so so you and don were talking about like don looking into his bits and you looking into yours so tell me like how long have you been like working on this like album like officially how long it's like Um, tell me about that yeah um so I, I started the pre-production, the initial stages of the storyboarding and the writing process late last year. So that was probably November. Um, Dom came on board in January. So I obviously needed to get a lot of the material down first, uh, write the songs and really find what I wanted to go for with this project. Um, so I'd say, yeah, January. It's all a blur, Harry. I don't cool. know what day it is now. Yeah, no, no, no that's <laughs> completely... No, yeah, no, I agree with that. This year is like going nuts. We're going to be joking about it, like, well, not joking about it, but we're going to be like, do you remember that year that we just stayed indoors and did nothing? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, hey, uh, I, I wish that were the case. I'm actually, I never thought I'd be busier locked inside my home, but there we are. Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. No, good for you because that's good because, you know, I, I've been. I've still managed to go out and work because I've been doing a, a retail job. So I'm still going out and doing that. Oh. Uh, but everybody that I've talked to, like customers and stuff, are saying that they just find it hard being stuck in the same place. And it's good that you're actually doing something because it can get quite, you know, depressive and like lonely Absolutely. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. With so much to do, you just don't, you don't think about it. The time goes by so, so fast. Um, because you're like, oh gosh, this is the next deadline. That's all really you end up thinking of, I think. No, that's good. Deadlines are like seriously important. Absolutely, absolutely. Deadlines. Stick to your deadlines, guys. Otherwise, it becomes a massive habit and you end up never getting anything done. Yeah. I've seen it so many times and I'm guilty (laughs) of it myself. So am I, so am I. I didn't know the shops were open, Harry. Uh, Yeah, no, um, I'm working at... uh, uh, t- a Tesco's Express, so that's why that's open because oh. it's food. So uh, yeah, yeah, just just doing the usual like boring job while I do creative stuff because you know you got to pay rent. So you do have to pay rent. <laughs> I, I I think that um, sometimes you even need a boring job just to make the creativity yeah. that little bit more exciting because once obviously um, working in this field for so long, it's all I've ever done. I've never done anything but musical film. I came straight out of college on during college I started sort of getting work experience and just went straight into it and um, yes it was really hard and yes I was really broke for a very long time (laughs) very very broke but um, yeah I would have probably appreciated that at some point some sort of casual job where you can let your mind rest in in a way yeah distract yourself with the customer coming in saying there's a tear in my packet and uh, this is disgraceful and I won't have it I want my money back and you're like well it didn't affect any of the crisps in there and you're like 
man, why am I dealing with this woman? It's all right. It's funny. It gives you, it gives you like material just to use later. Trust. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So tell me, tell me. So you said like, uh, Dom, uh, Dom came in and you started working together. Tell me like, what is your, what is your, how do you two both like collaborate on, mm. on, on this? How does that work? How does the yeah. dynamic work? I know it's a really good question. It's, it's had its challenges. We've, we've found loopholes while we've done it, but mostly at the <laughs> moment online. And so we really just share through the drive. And so we all have our you know, workstations and we just sort of post to each other through that. We, when it gets uploaded, we all know. So we just carry on working on it. We've got our spreadsheets. I, I call the team every couple of days and sort of just catch up with everybody, make sure that they, everyone knows what they're doing. And really, it's quite free and, and quite sort of um, open to suggestions. So maybe, maybe the bass player might just add an extra bit and say, hey, I thought this was cool. And then I'll have a look at it, drop it in to my workstation and then have a little edit. And so really, it's just us all, yeah, working from our, our computers at the moment anyway. Nice. It sounds like a real like... Uh, creative like fluid like there's no bad idea sort of thing absolutely not no there's never a bad idea and and I think that's one of my mottos there's never a bad idea there's always something you can learn even if it is a bad idea you can learn something very valuable from that and so I love that though about this team that everybody is so willing to just give it a go and there's never anything better than that and in my opinion Cool. Nah, nah, that sounds like, yeah, it's a really uh, good motto to have. I think it's really good to almost describe it as like a wall, like you have this, all these ideas and you just chuck it up against the wall and just see which ones stick, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Which, which ones are going to stay there and which ones fall away. Mm, uh, absolutely. Which no is really good. No idea is a bad idea. Nah. Um, when I think of the, the song, who, who Runs the World, Girls, I, I, I always put that as an example because I'm like, well, if you, if you do three notes in your bass line, it might sound really good compared to a massive funk bass line with a load of detail. And so it's always worth, if you're hearing something that you think is good, put it in. Um, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Uh, most of the time it's the stripped back stuff that is the best, right? Yeah. It's so big right now. So big. All of that kind of lo-fi and, um, just sort of I think some of the songs I've heard that I've got they've gone they've got really big and they're probably four channels you know four yeah four, four instruments yeah. maybe three um and I love that I love that minimalist approach because it shows you you don't always need that big low song to to have an effect on someone all of these sounds are different emotions different feelings different stories and you're going to relate to them differently with you know you might hear a very intimate song and it's very unlikely to have all of these massive orchestral instruments and big hard drum beat because that just wouldn't fit. So this is bringing, I think, new ideas to the table, thinking how can we mess around with that traditional format that we're, as musicians, we're always told is the basis. I mean, I don't know about everyone, but uh, when I was sort of training, they they t- they teach you a lot about writing for bands and obviously you've got that standard drums bass you know guitar and vocal but yeah. now people are not so much thinking about that we're going to the next step how can we how can we change that do we need it is the question do we need that right now 
yeah i love it when you get like because in every art form there is like rules and guidelines but i think the main thing is to is to learn about those but then chuck them all away afterwards yeah yeah and say and say what can we like breaking the rules like what can we do different with this you know Mm -hmm. Mm um and i think you know i listened to and we played the clip earlier on the podcast your the little alien clip of of that track and it sounds like to to be honest when i originally listened to it when dom sent it around to me i was like oh this is like more unusual than i expected it to be uh, <laughs> you haven't uh, even heard the which, <laughs> yeah no 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 which is a good thing which is a good thing yeah. i felt um that's what uh that's what art and music and anything should do they should listen to it and go oh this isn't you know the generic uh or the you know the the usual stuff that you listen to so i and i think you guys have achieved when dom said about the like spacey sort of uh in a different world thing you definitely have achieved that so well done to like you guys yeah, as a thanks, team man. thanks uh, um yeah i think that, that that's really where i'm coming from in terms of where i'm connecting with people um it's a, a very wide age range that i think could be interested in it um but there's this whole worldwide view i think that now uh, in my opinion it's terrible <laughs> just spreading my opinions all over your podcast <laughs> but um you know it's 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 time to think more like a world than than a group of people against a group of people which is a finding history you know it just goes throughout and throughout throughout history mm. um we've we've we're connected now we can all talk to each other and we can all work with each other and and i like to come from that that nice worldwide approach i think there is a group of or the most recent couple of generations that really think man this is a bit weird i i've never thought of um a, a, a chinese person as different from me because we're all connected we all talk online we're all you know doing projects and it's easy to access each other so it's really changed the dynamic of of how we're seeing creation now and how we're seeing uh, people talk to each other and ideas on how we really want to do this as as humans and so i'm coming from this approach of we are we're all human we we are a world we're all human we're literally all on the same rock so it's a bit bits bit dumb to, okay. to think that we're we're separate in any way mm. <laughs> I think yeah. we're trying to promote just like the idea of you know like the, the, the future the future is mm. actually so inconceivably big mm. to, to to believe that you as a single human can do anything to to you know affect anything is 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 just it's a funny thought you know but as as a as a planet you know you can, you can do so much like if you connect with people you know and and you do these 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 massive things as a group like there's massive amount of energy you know, everyone passes around, you know, you, you, you feel, you know, you, you get ideas from, you know, other parts of the world, which you, you might not have even thought of, you know, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, you know, like yeah. The, African the, drumming was a massive absolutely, influence absolutely. In, when I was sort of looking up. Modern music just mm. keeps mixing and you get you get these, for example, in, in modern grime even and, and trap, there's like Afrobeat, you mm. know, mm. Afrobeat, like for example, um, Who's that? Who was the artist that did um, coffee? Um, did did um, rapture and toast and you know, yeah, she she she's just like um, 
like Af- uh, is it Jamaican? I think. But it's a, it's a reggae artist, but she's got like Afrobeat, you know, these these trap 808s on her songs, but these Afrobeat uh, drums over the top of it. Mm. And it just sounds absolutely amazing. And mm. like that, that would have never been conceived prior, you know, mm. in that way a couple of years ago until these two saw some thought, hey, why don't we put these two together, you know? Mm. And mm. that only happened because there was a mix of cultures. And mm. if, if people don't share and people don't, you know, show what what they've where they're thinking that this world is you know it's not going to develop basically yeah like you need to talk to each other for for better the, the sake of humanity really you know if you <laughs> if you if you want to if you want to do good the best thing you can do is share your feelings honestly yeah no i i i agree and it is amazing that we're doing like talking about this today in like the moment in like the scenario that we are in at the moment um yeah. I feel like uh, communication is such, it's been enforced at the moment, you know, Uh, Mm. because Mm. unfortunately, I think uh, in recent years and over several years, we, us as as humans, we talk to one another, but do we actually listen? Um, Mm. Mm. uh, Which which I think we are guilty of, uh, but now because of, you know this terrible like coronavirus and everything we're actually communicating with each other and actually listening more i think anyway yeah uh, so yeah. i think so i think it's kind of really important that that you guys are sort of uh working on this stuff at at the moment and sort of saying that we should you know uh, reach out to uh, yeah. pe- people like different walks of life and everything because yeah, that can yeah that can only like enrich enrich us you know spit spirit spiritually and mentally and all all that stuff mm-hmm. mm, absolutely and um, we're sort of being driven into that one place where we all kind of have to exist at the moment which is I guess online yeah <laughs> um and and yeah we're seeing some really creative stuff at the moment actually um. Which is great because, you know, I've, I've found that a lot of more people are free to get involved with the projects. I do have sort of session musicians that I might just, you know, ask to to play some stuff in because, hey, so-and-so has a two grand bass and that would sound really nice. Nice, you know? yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, no, that's good. So, so we've probably, like, dived into it anyway. We've got very, like... Yeah. Uh, uh, deep into this conversation, which is oh, yeah. good. I like it. It's rich. Oh, 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 Harry, I'll just keep talking. You could have me here <laughs> all going, day. It, it's all right. It's all right. Do you know what? You don't have to tell me that. It's fine. I knew <laughs> that you'd be like this anyway. So it's fine. It's great. Hey. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. Um, uh, so, yeah, I, I think that through this, I've, I've, I've also tried to get the idea of play in. And um, I don't know what you think of it, Harry, but, but a lot of adults forget how to play no i agree i agree yeah Yeah. and i I think having that that playful element actually allows you to listen to others because you you kind of you're you're it's a creative thing i think you're willing to to look at situation through the eyes of of a child everyone is a child in my view every single adult every age group is new you don't wake up having done today already it's always Mm. a new day right yeah. always a child to that new day you've not done it and neither has anyone else and I think that that playfulness of just being willing to create and to sort of 
not have a, a, a preconception really of what, what you should be like. I, I've heard a lot. You should grow up while I'm rolling on the floor. And I'm like, nah, no, I'm enjoying this rolling on the floor laughing and, and I'm going to do it. And I think that a lot of adults, if they can enjoy your playfulness, if you've got it, go and do it because it's, I think it's a healthy state of mind. I think you learn so much through play and it's a shame. I think that we've lost that element in a, a lot of the time in adult life. So really I want to try and get that back with this project a little bit as well and get people playing. Cool. <laughs> get would people so, experimenting. So, so would you say that that is like one of the main themes that you want to come across yeah, in this album? Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a couple. So I've got, sort of the playful element and I try to do that through the AR so you might be watching a gig and you can run through I've got an app that will be coming out and you can go on the app and you can see the rest of the gigs so if you look at it in real life there's not as much there if you look through the phone you can see all the characters I've got a couple of mascots that would be in the room you might even be able to interact with those mascots and and sort of trying to get people to maybe record clips with them for fun and maybe do competitions and it's just a new way I guess of doing performance trying to get other people to play as well I'm sitting here playing all day but I want everyone else to do a bit of that because I think it's so healthy um and, yeah. and I think for, for for people in general it's sort of the almost the age of the the creator there's so many jobs appearing in the creative fields it's one of the largest growing sectors in the UK don't know about right now probably right now it is because everyone's doing it because we've got time but um <laughs> bearing that in mind we need to get people playing we need to get them experimenting and really pushing the boundaries on what traditional models are we need to think okay we've done this in the past is this useful is this the way it should be are we happy and i think a lot of people are not happy with with the way that that things are and music and media and playfulness is a way to to relieve yourself from that and to think of new ways of changing it um but also i come from a different as a obviously as a woman in the creative industry i've mostly worked with guys and i hate to have to say this because i know there's so much chat about feminism right now and things like that i'm i'm not going to call out that I'm a feminist in any way but I, I will say that I try to write this from a very asexual standpoint so what I mean by that is I don't have sex in any of my songs because it's not when you're thinking so much when you're dreaming so much I find that it's not so sexual and a child if you think of the world well the world through the eyes of a child that child's not thinking like that so that's yeah that's a valid point yeah that is a valid right? point Exactly right. So, so in order for me to gain more, more wisdom with myself and maybe for others, this might work is to look at the world that way and have that, that innocence and that, that honesty. Um, so yeah, you'll find, I think if you listen to, um, I'm going to be putting them on my website later on carriehiggs.co.uk, uh, where you'll be able to access the album in early June in advance of the release. You'll be able to have a little look and see for yourself uh, cool. what this kind of vibe is. But um, I think it's quite interesting. It's real, we're just real girls being real girls, I think. No, that's good. That's like amazing. No, that's... Uh... Yeah, I don't, I don't go home with a full, and then start putting on a full face makeup and then going, ah, 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 
I'm just like, <laughs> you know, flicking my hair by the window because I'm just so beautiful. No, 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 no. I'm straightening my PJs. I've got a coffee and I'm studying or, or I'm working and yeah, playing with cables. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's, that also, that's not us like putting, like, that's not us putting down people that do that because people no, do, absolutely people, not. Uh, people do that for like main reasons for and stuff and, for you know, yeah, yeah, you know, and it's we almost, variety. yeah, yeah, you, you joke, you joke about the makeup and stuff. It's like some people that do that, it's like putting on war paint or putting on like their armor and stuff. Absolutely. So people do, people do uh, obviously things for different reasons, mm -hmm. but, but, mm -hmm. but I agree. I really find uh, what you just said about not making it like sexual is such an important thing. I think such mm -hmm. an important mm -hmm. message because mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately the world is like so sexualized it's uh, oh gosh yeah ridiculous. Oh, yeah it's and really quite bad right now <laughs> and i i think it's really good that you're creating something that is neutral to that because there's enough of it out there as you said so, yeah absolutely uh, mm. so i really like tell me tell me like um who who are you putting like this project out with like because dom mentioned about like management and stuff so who who are you working with along with that and stuff so I, as my, my sort of own personal brand, I work with external companies like Dom here with Stilltone to sort of create my projects. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I've got, at the moment I've have a, a, it's all sort of in the, in the pipeline really, because I mean, I've always been independent as, as an artist yeah. and suddenly yeah. I've, I'm working with others. It's really for my, my personal development, development more than anything. Um, but uh, at the moment, yes, I've got a, a manager who I've, I've had for quite a long time. So it's been about sort of seven years and he just sort of stands in when I need him to. He's just a, literally an individual that just does managing. Um, cool. And I've got a, a booking manager as well who's set up a, an LGBTQ and women's booking agency in brighton oh wow um, really yeah. yeah that sounds amazing all right so i was like yeah this sounds really cool because i, I as i said i barely ever work with women and this was a great opportunity to one do that and get involved with people that i've you know different people that i haven't really worked with before whenever i've done a lot of work it's usually been i will be honest with 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 older men older men that white men and and I really like the idea of getting involved with a different sort of group. Um, obviously, I've been working with the LGBTQ um, film uh, teams in Brighton quite a lot. You know, it's Brighton. We, we have a lot of this here. Yeah. Um, and, and really, it just sort of, they connected through me in that sense, those two groups. We had sort of the, the musicians and the, the video, videographers, and they've met through me. And then I, I kind of created this triangle between us so we're all sort of working together for this ultimate goal of um empowerment for for really sort of subgroups in a way and you know women that are into their tech women that are into the, the nerdy women nerdy women like me <laughs> no nerd is good i love the way like nerd is such a good word yeah no, no. <laughs> i'm I, sorry guys i'm a nerd yeah like back in the day it's like to be a nerd was bad now to be a nerd is like the coolest thing ever 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you look at, uh, I don't know if you're watching Elon Musk, but uh, he's definitely a nerd and uh, yeah. <laughs> he is doing some pretty fun things. I mean, if you were him, do, you know, setting up all those satellites across the sky, you'd love it. Um, yeah. You know, I did that, yeah. But um, absolutely. Um, and so I've got that sort of network of, of teams, two producers, my booking agent, my manager, um, but I am still independent. So I'm not signed okay. with anyone. I just work with them as my own entity. No, 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 that's good. I think that's always important to try and keep that independent, like your, your feet on the ground sort of, you know. Because mm -hmm. the I last thing you want to do is have too many cooks in the kitchen, right? That's the thing. That's the thing. And every cook has an opinion about what spices you should put in that dish. And that can be a problem, you know, when you go to, and especially when I was writing this, some people were quite, in the early stages, they didn't quite understand where I was going. Because they're like, well, you've got this reggae bass line, you've got this trap drum beat, you've got uh, classical strings in there. Obviously, from my classical days, that must be an influence. And they're like, I'm not really sure what style this is and I'm not really sure what you want me to add in terms of guitar because I'd say hey look this is a basic part could you clean it up and send it back because you've got a better rig sure don't quite get the feel um I spent a lot of time working with people tr trying to sort of get them to understand that kind of mixture of styles but um it, it, yeah having less influences in a way and being independent for so long especially um that was a major influence on where I would push this project and how I was going to do it. So um, I, I always want to try and retain as much independence as possible because I feel that that would take away uh, a lot of my experience and would be a shame actually in a way. Mm. Yeah, no, I think, uh, I think that is like the way to, for things to stay pure and like mm. things mm. To stay fun as well. If you end up getting mm. like too many people involved or, or you get the like establishment involved or some like mm. big company, they, they always have their own agendas as everybody exactly. does. Yeah. So, uh, mm -hmm. so it's, it's and a lot of the time it's what's already around that they're drawing their data from. Whereas yeah. really I haven't taken too much data. I have taken data on what's sort of around, but I was more interested in how I as an individual could get my own sound and, you know, like when you find, I'm going to go back to talking about, about being like a child again, but when you're playing guitar and you're learning guitar, you'll find that with the kids, I mean, I've taught music for a couple of years. So this has been really interesting in terms of what I found with them is they'll, you know, they'll touch the guitar, they'll slap it, they'll throw it around and they'll, they'll make all these weird sounds with it. They'll experiment with it. But if you put it in front of a, an adult, an older adult, they hold it awkwardly and they look a little scared of it and they don't necessarily play around with it so much. Right. Yeah. Um, it's something I see all the time. And, uh, I think that that's what I wanted to keep, that kind of experimentation, that thinking for yourself. It doesn't have to be a musical influence to be an influence. It could be a visual. It could be a situation. It doesn't mean you're not going to find your niche, your sound, just yourself. No, no. Uh, I, I think I 100% agree. Obviously not from like a, a musical standpoint, but in terms of like anything like creative, let's say like painting, if you put mm. like a kid down in front of paints and a paintbrush and then you put an adult down, the adult always wants to know like what is the plan or like yeah, what, right. what, what is like, for some reason, 
we get we get to a certain age and we have all these things that are guidelines and structure put put into place or have taught to us and then for some reason some people not everybody but some people feel like they need that structure they can't go mm. out of the lines and yeah. with, with yeah. the kids like painting or anything creative they just want to play so absolutely i, think, I mean i think if you eat breakfast every day at 10 a.m then you're probably going to get hungry if you ha if you don't do it on a day right you're yeah. always going to have that your, your body learns habits so so quickly and so intensely it is incredibly difficult to let go of that once you've kind of structured yourself in that way it's it's not a problem i think that you can take it away and you you, you can disassociate yourself with those kinds of barriers but um absolutely i think that's why play is so important just believe yeah. you know if you, you know what i heard i heard someone say like I don't know if it's a motto or whatever, but I sort of live by it. It's like if you don't believe in something, you'll fall for anything. You know, so if you don't if you don't truly believe in in, in something, you know, a, a you know, if you don't believe in a political view or you don't believe in something, any someone can say anything and you'll and you'll just start believing it because you've got nothing to follow. You, a human needs something, you know, people naturally follow things. They naturally believe in things. And if you don't have something that you personally are confident in believing and, you know, you've conceived and believe in your own opinion. You know, if you don't have a very stable basis for that, you're just going to, every time someone says something, you're just going to get knocked. And yeah, you're, gonna, you're vulnerable. Exactly. You, you, you're you gonna, you're vulnerable. just follow, follow in people's footsteps. You're never going to make your own track. And that's the, that's the biggest problem with, especially youths today, like they just tend to follow and, and, and trend and then do things that they see other people do. They don't create their own sort of opinions. They just follow. And um, that's yeah, my biggest, my biggest, uh, what do you call it? Advice is literally just believe in believe in it, and and never let other people's opinions just change your opinion. You should always like evaluate it, and you know see what can you take from their opinion and use for your own maybe, or or you know never just think that someone else's opinion is better than yours. It's, it's everyone's equal. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I've, I've definitely tried to reflect that in the in exactly. the album project exactly. by um, sort of putting in, you know, multiple meanings. You can listen to it from any, well, hopefully any perspective and you're going to get a story of some kind. So someone that, for example, might not know much about music at all and they just listen to it for the lyrics and, and the story will will take it in one way, whereas maybe someone that's a musician will take it a totally different way or a philosopher would take it a totally different way. Yeah. And I've, I've tried to bear that in mind when creating the project because we all have our own opinions. We all have our own, our, our own standpoints. There is no perfect but human. There, there, yeah, that man, there is, there is no, no truth. We're just going to have to get there, aren't we, and say that? Yeah, there, <laughs> was, there, was no, there was no objectively perfect human uh -huh. that everyone should aim to be. You, know, you, you mm -hmm. are unique. There is literally no such thing as a perfect human. No, so, so a human with free arms and you know like uh i don't know like a missing leg is just cool. a, as perfect in someone else's opinion as someone who you know who's got all the you know normal things it, it, it doesn't there was no perfect human so yeah it, 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 i feel the, like, the imperfect nature is what we like that's the thing yeah. that we miss out that's a bit yeah, we actually it's like it's one of the oldest sets of philosophy actually like you know i can't remember who, who it was but it was socrates i think or some what someone from that era you know, said this is a cat. This is another cat. 
So we, you know, because we both know that these are cats, there must be some sort of perfect cat up in heaven that we know is the ideal cat. You know, yeah, and I want to see this cat. And that, that's one of the oldest sets of philosophy that's, you know, that humans have created. You know, mm, I, mm. I, we've moved way past that to an understanding that, you know, there is no yeah. perfect entity. You know, it's just everyone's unique. Everyone, the, the guidelines are just sort of there for like what humans have done before, you know. So like, you know, if we, in music, for example, there's a scale. It's because most humans before you have thought that these cell notes sound better together. That doesn't mean that you should go and, and, and you know, do it all the time. Someone might tell you it's out of key, but you might want it out of key. You might want it detuned, you know. It's, it's completely up to you. It is. It is 100%. That brings me to a really good point that actually that it's good that you've said that, Dom, because when I was writing one of the songs, Program is one of the, I think that's the, the entry, yeah, the entry track. Um, it, it's, it, I wrote it down uh, to hertz. So I, I actually wrote the music down in pitch. So it wasn't at the standard pitch that we use today. So I used a different one, sort of pre-1930s sort of pitch. It's changed since then. Um, And I I gave it to the musicians and they were like, man, it's out of tune. (laughs) And and they, because they re-recorded it higher. They recorded it two hertz higher. So it sounded, oh God, it sounded so bad. And I was like, guys, guys, it's down two hertz. Did you not notice? Oh, and obviously running it through software as well is difficult because it was all tuned to standard. So there are limitations to, to things today, you know, in the digital era, there, there are limitations in terms of we've got all of these softwares, but they're all predestined in a way. Yeah, That's one thing I've been trying to, to sort careful. of throw out the window with it. Careful. Yeah, you, you do have to be careful with it. It's, um, yeah, I, we've kept it down to hertz, but it, it was a, a big big argument for a while where I was sort of saying to the, the other producer no man you're gonna have to you have to re-record it now because you've no wonder it clashes you've, you've done it too high it's supposed <laughs> to be lower so so by reducing it by those couple of hertz I changed the way that the vibration works within within the song yeah and um if you the the theory the argument is is that it's closer to the vibration of the natural things on our planet so and the, everything vibrates everything moves nothing is solid and in in terms of i guess physics mm-hmm. um and if you're looking at a, a plant and that plant is actually vibrating in a very small way those vibrations translate to a sound a pitch and those are the pitches that i i based this track off cool. and yeah it's it's mega interesting though like um it was it was definitely dif- more difficult to do because I had to re- record it way more accurately than I would have liked to because you know you couldn't then go and necessarily tune it so easily if you needed to or layer it up in the same way. Um, the texture is very different. It's very warm. It's a bit more like listening to a vinyl as opposed to a CD. Okay, nice, nice. Yeah, more of like, yeah, like uh, crisper and sort of fuller sounds and stuff. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's got a, a lot more width to it if you take oh. it down a couple of hertz. I mean, with uh, the one thing that people found was when we did change our standard tuning here is the, the music was sharper, it was more narrow, and we did see an increase in people struggling with one learning the songs as well 
because I guess it didn't actually resonate with them, literally. Mm. Um, and, and a lot more stress mm. because yeah. I guess in a way your body is being pushed to listen to music that is putting stress on your cells because it's a higher vibration than what actually resonates with your cells. It's a fascinating area. I'm, see what I mean? I'm yeah, no, yeah, no. <laughs> It, it sounds it. I'm not going to lie. It's not something that I like deeply understand, but, it, but, yeah. but it is, it is truly interesting. I, I, I really like the, what Dom said earlier mm. about, um, sort of saying about that. There's no perfect human or no perfect thing. Mm. Um, I feel like that is such a valuable thing. Mm. and mm. message to try and come across in everything because mm. especially to uh young people because there's so yeah. much pressure and from like magazines and from all like media unfortunately yeah, yeah lots they, of influence coming from every direction yeah where they show this perfect human or this is a perfect thing or um i feel like the way that humanity should go forward is that there you know there is perfection in the imperfect you know absolutely harry i um, think that that's a really really good way of saying it and I, i've tried to reflect that through alien i mean that's the way that i've kind of i've come from that standpoint of yeah that there one there is no perfect and two we're we're all oh, in a way we're all alien to each other but that's okay and uh, actually, that's a good thing that we need that. And, you know, I'm definitely not you, Harry. Uh, last time I checked, I was definitely Carrie. <laughs> so um, I, I think I think that's a valuable thing to hopefully understand in like early life that that we are individuals and we are ourselves. We don't have to, you know, we've all had moments in our lives when we were younger going, well, because everybody else likes this certain thing, mm. I should like it. So, mm, mm. oh yeah, that went so badly for yeah. me. <laughs> Trying to copy, I know, I know a lot of people will, will definitely relate to this. Where you've you've got a group of friends, and this happens a lot with girls. I mean, with groups of girls, especially from mm. what I've seen, from mm. my this is just my experience. When I've gone, ah oh, yeah yeah yeah, I, I love that too, and then I've gone in and I've gone and done it, and I suck. For yeah. one, because I'm not interested, yeah. and uh, then I realised, man, um, actually makes you unhappy. Yeah, so I think don't don't do it because you're you're forcing yourself to to sit down and that's essentially trying to force yourself to be somebody else, and I, I I just don't think that it works in the long in the long run. Can you hold that up? Probably no. not. Right. No. So it's better to be honest. It's better to be open and true to yourself because at the end of the day, that's going to come out eventually if you're under pressure or you're in a situation where you're required to make up your new character of self mm. that's not gonna work if you can't improvise it then you just go back to who you are and yeah. that will come out uh, so i think it's better to just be you and being you allows you to grow and that's a beautiful thing yeah and i think uh it goes to the point of like uh, unfortunately this life is so like fleeting and short why yeah, they're so short. pretending to be somebody else yeah exactly uh, uh, they, they, there was a study done on um on near-death experiences oh here we here we go uh, yeah <laughs> now yeah <laughs> um and and the biggest regret on people's death 
deathbeds was pretending to be someone else, trying to be like somebody else, Mm. trying to uh, work loads, get loads of money, but not, not appreciating people around them, not appreciating themselves. And it was the biggest regret. And, and since I learned that, I've, I've always remembered it. It really affected me personally when I heard it. I thought, that's so sad. You yeah. know, you can go through your whole life and you're trying really, really hard, but you're not happy. And then at the end, that's the last thing you think of. How horrible. Yeah, no, <laughs> I was like, no yeah, way. That's, that's the, the last thing you want to do is that to be like your last living thought. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, oh, that's really depressing. I know. It's a bit typical, really. But, yeah, that, that's sort of a... What yeah. would you, uh, to try and, like, because mm-hmm. it sounds like we could talk about, you know, this ever. But what would you say is, like, both of your goals, like you and Dom, what would you say is, like, the thing that you want to achieve, like, the end goal that you want to achieve from this particular album? Yeah, uh, I think the main thing that that I'd really like to achieve with this is one, getting people engaged when they normally wouldn't be so engaged with a a personal brand. That's sort of the the, the first one. But coming from a a less um, nerdy perspective and keeping it simple, I kind of want to just encourage people to try out new ideas. I want to encourage people to be more confident no matter who you are. I don't care who you are. I want to see what you do. And that's what I want to encourage people to do and also think of things from a different perspective getting people to question things the way that they are now and do we need to be so slow at it now can we can we create a bigger question for for bigger answers the question the most human thing that we all share that really we at the moment see is different from us and animals the question I want people to question I want people to think I want people to create do and reflect yeah no i think i think the moment that we stop questioning things is the moment we are like truly dead as a species you know absolutely uh, what are you then you're just uh yeah you're just an a, input and output machine yeah you're just a bit of meat that's walking around <laughs> <laughs> lovely <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously my, my goals are a little different from dom's and do you want to share dom your 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 personal goals yeah dom, i'd love to hear what you think so Personally, I, I wanted to join this album because it, it wasn't something I'd done before. Like, I normally obviously just produced at home. Um, working with Carrie, it was like a lot of acoustic and sort of a lot of uh, instrumental sort of type things that came into my skill base. And um, that was really fun to work on. But besides that, I think the main reason I worked with Carrie to produce this album is to, yeah, again, like try and show to people like that anyone. Can, can use the software available to them, you know, and, and it, the, the tech available to them to go and do what they want and express themselves, you know, express yourself. That is the key to this album, I think, you know, to be human, express yourself. Don't, don't, you know, even though the song's called Alien, I know, like, it, the point is you're unique, you know, be, be human. That's, that's what, that's what I'm trying to promote as a, as a producer, I think, you know, like, all, all these sounds are like, I'm, I'm not using presets, I'm using, you know, Made, like human made you know um artifacts which are like very custom you know custom sounds so i'm saying like you know human made this you know listen to it you know you can do this yourself it's really easy like you should just go learn it if you you know if that's something you want to do mm-hmm. so, no, that, that's such that's such an important thing to try and like bring out there is that you know i feel like sometimes uh creatives can be they end up 
not not everybody but like the big big people sometimes can be like i i'm good at this and i'm the only one that's like amazing at this yeah they're standing for that kind of that's when when you do that when you do that you Mm. just stop learning that is the point where you stop learning yeah Yeah. Mm. and and if if you get to the point that you think everything that you produce is amazing then you it it definitely isn't (laughs) (laughs) oh man yeah I feel like like I've come across with like people like that through like creative stuff where they think that they're amazing at everything and then you actually sit down and watch their stuff or listen to it and you're like oh, actually mate it's kind of not that great <laughs> where um, can I get my shovel and how can yeah, I dig a hole fast you know I, I yeah I feel like you know and uh <laughs> some it's okay people, to do that it's okay some, to- some people don't like that but mm. I, I think I'm sometimes I could be guilty that I'm a little bit blunt but I'm I that's fine Harry I mean speak blunt speak. is useful blunt yeah. is much more yeah. useful yeah. than quiet as long as long as you're being like nice about it and constructive, uh, yeah. obviously you don't turn around to someone and go, "Actually, this is a piece of shit. Why did you waste this time?" Yeah, it's not uh, very helpful, I guess. Is yeah. It? But um, yeah, I, I agree that uh, yeah, that. But even yeah. that though is valid. You know, if you're that artist, if you're that person that's gone out there and you have done it and you have tried it, and you find that you feel rejected and you find that you feel that people don't like it. You've just pitched it to the wrong person. Yeah. Someone's, you know, yeah. someone else is going to like it. I mean, I, I've written really terrible songs before. We, <laughs> I think every songwriter has. And I've gone, oh my gosh, why did I show anyone that? But there was always someone that went, you know what, I really like this. And because, as I said, everybody is an individual and there's always someone out there for everyone. Always. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. All, also, I'd say, like, I don't know if you agree with this, but... Uh, to anybody that's creative or anybody that's not um, mm. but anybody that's creative that's work that's done previous stuff if you're gonna make new stuff go look back at your old stuff and yeah. see, and see what is good and what is bad and uh, like I'm writing a new short film at the moment and mm. uh, I've been re-watching my old stuff and sort of going oh that was that was a bit shit <laughs> but I think uh, it is important in creative and in any life lesson in life is to learn from your previous stuff. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah! It's so different now from what it was, and yeah, yeah definitely taking developed. elements from the old music. Yeah, when you can see how it's mm. developed, you can sort of predetermine how well, you know where you're going to go with it. You mm. know, mm. if you see that, like you know, for example, I've got this software and it's helped me, you know, achieve this and this, you know, with, with this, then you can get okay, well this is probably what I should work on next. You know, mm, I've, I've mm. got, you know, this part of the mixing, you know, done or whatever, but, you know, perhaps th- this part, you know, this instrument doesn't, is not coming through that much. I might need to get like this particular software to make it, you know, sound bigger or, you know, compress it or something. And um, like, it, you need to like use tech in the right way, I think as well. Yeah. I mean, like, if, if you're... Um talking about sort of the the more marketing side of things about getting your music out there and and really understanding your your market i'd definitely suggest that anybody out there that um is just starting out go research 1000 true fans by kevin kelly Mm -hmm. uh he talks about how if you just have one 
thousand true fans as in fans that follow you as in fans that might buy your merchandise and things like that then you can actually that's that's a living to you so it's actually in terms of success let's talk about success don't don't think that success is all you know i have two million instagram followers you don't need it you only need a thousand that truly follow you because all these people that are just scrolling past your posts well they're not really involved in a way that's it's just a number it just becomes a number rather than something that's helping you survive so go check out kevin kelly a thousand true fans it will really really inspire you mm. if you can just get say i think it was like a hundred pound a year or something or a month what was it um it, it's a bit basically if you get a hundred dollars I, I mean, he's American. If you get a hundred dollars from each one, you've got tons of money, right? So, yeah. Yeah. if you did that every couple of months yeah. or every month, so if you keep the four hundred dollars for 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 I'm a thousand fans, months. it's you, right. <laughs> so yeah, a hundred dollars from a thousand fans is a hundred thousand dollars a year. There we are. Yeah. See, hundred thousand dollars. Thank you, Don, mathematician. Right so a hundred dollars from a fan each year is not actually that much. Let's say yeah. you do five shows, twenty twenty dollars, twenty pounds a ticket. Right, that's going to be a hundred pounds from that one fan. And if you have a thousand people that come five times a year, which you probably have, you know, you can build up more. That's going to yeah. be a, a lot of money for you to go and invest mm, in, mm. in your own brand. Yeah, yeah. So really, just focus on those fans that are engaged. Focus on the people Keep that are important them. to you and your music. Yeah. And then I think it will grow from there. In my, I opinion. think, I think, yeah, that's a really that's like both of you like some really valid points. But I, I'd also like say to anybody that's creative, uh, don't go searching for success. Yeah. Because, because to try and like, to try and just do it because you want to be successful mm. isn't a true passion. It's not even a uh, true path, because what is yeah. that? You know, it's, that's different for everyone. What is true success? That's just your your preconceived idea of, of what you think it is based off hope well usually someone else so your success is probably very very different to somebody else's success yeah, yeah. So i totally agree with that yeah absolutely from, from a marketing sort of side mm. uh if as a fan or an audience like if, if if you lose your like validity or your authenticity as a as an artist no one's going to believe you you're going to we'll be one of those you. you're going to be one like, of those oh, soundcloud that's rappers that's rapping about all the money they've got when they you know when they live in, at their mums, you know, one of those people, you know. So yeah. like, if, like, don't just don't just start doing it for money. Like, don't just ever start doing something for money. You've got to be passionate about it, and then the money comes. Yeah, do it from your own individuality. Yeah. You, yeah. Will, you will attract mm -hmm. the money with your passion. That's that's how you should do it. Yeah, yeah. It, sister. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's that's what I'd say. That is the thing. Like, you know, I could have easily stopped doing this podcast because you know i haven't had a shit ton of people listening to it but to me i'm like i enjoy doing it and i've enjoyed talking to the people that i've talked to so far yeah. mm -hmm. uh, you guys have been my favorite so far by the way hey! <laughs> thank you for that i really appreciate it no, no it's all right thanks for, for coming on board and yeah, and getting involved having a chat with us about it um i, th I think that is a, the last point i'm going to make is 
get involved, go talk to people that are also in that field. If you can, even better, if you can get a mentor, someone that will tell you what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong. Don't take it as gospel, but it is good advice and it is really, really good for feedback. Would you feedback say that, is your thing. Would, would you say that, that that is your like bit of advice for any like musicians or anybody that created this? Yeah, looking? yeah. How can people get involved with you if they don't know you? If yeah, they don't exactly. know who you are, that's all you need to do. We just want to know who you are. Exactly. You need to put your skills and, and, and who you are, mm. what you do out there. Otherwise, people, you know, who, how are you going to be working for, you know, a film set? Suddenly Jay-Z just knocks yeah, on yeah, the door and he's like, oh, hey, um, haven't heard of you. No, you need to make a, a, some sort of library or, you know, if you really want, if this is what you want to do, make it. Just don't ask anybody. Don't wait for anybody. Make it. If it's crap, redo it again. That's how you learn. And then eventually, someone will like it will happen. Like you, you hear these stories. You know, I was a rapper from this city, and then like, this this label saw me. Like it will happen. Yeah, yeah. It's not some fairy tale. I mean, like, there's hundreds mm-hmm. of label companies out there. There's there's you just got don't to even have to be with the label now. You know, exactly. You, 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 just you just be independent. So just yeah. just go and do it. Be 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 confident. Yeah. Be passionate. Be passionate. That is that is the key term. Just passion. Mm-hmm. Money, oh, yeah. you know passion attracts money passion you know if you have passion you can't get blindsided by by you know depression or anxiety because you're passionate about your thing you're not you don't even have time to think about those emotions because you're just you're just raging ahead with your career with your passion mm. so like just yeah just keep be confident be passionate. there just be, be there, there. And be, do present. It. be present be present yeah i i like 100 agree i can't believe i'm going to quote this but i'm going to quote it <laughs> I was, uh, uh, i uh, Recently, uh, rewatched uh, Sister Act. Right. And, uh, there's this. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but Whoopi Goldberg's character goes up to, I think it's Sister Act two, and she goes up to a student that she's working with, and she goes, "If you wake up and all that you want to be is a singer or a writer, then you're a writer or a singer." So I'd say yeah passion is like the key thing like if you wake up in the morning and all that you want to be is that thing then go and do it yeah exactly. go be it be yeah it. yeah absolutely if you yeah. sit in an office thinking about playing guitar you're, you're <laughs> doing the wrong thing yeah that's yeah. why that's why i can't stand people where unfortunately you know life happens and financial stuff but i can't stand people where they moan about their jobs so much and then don't do anything about it it's like if yeah you, it's a tricky one it, yeah it is it is tricky but and and obviously it can take time for you to get out of that. But uh, but yeah, I understand. Agree. If you got the passion and you wake up every morning and you that's all you want to do, just go and do it. Just do it. Absolutely. Uh, I'm still alive. I, I managed it. But yeah, expect to maybe if you're if you don't do obviously not so lucky, you're probably going to be a bit poor. But that's all right. As long as that's you've fine. got your guitar and you've got your stuff, and you know, mop yourself away. Get yeah, it no, that's, it that's, that's like every artist anyway, so it's just yeah. part of it, isn't it? <laughs> There's always this moment of sacrifice. That's what I felt like it was, this moment of sort of going, I, I can take it, bring it to me. And you sort of just hold your arms out and you're like, I'm vulnerable now and <laughs> I've, I've done my project and I've sacrificed these things to, to get it done. And that could be going out on the weekends. That had to be sacrificed. I could not have done it. I'm not... Um, I do suffer with my health. So if I was uh, going out 
to any sort of parties. I just wouldn't have the energy to do the project. So I had to make that decision to say, no, um, you can't do that. I know that's, you know, some people that would be really, really hard. But um, just those sort of restrictions where I'm like, that's not needed. This will help me get what I aim to do done. And in the long run, make me happy. Quick fixes don't always work. Sometimes you have to invest in the longer mm -hmm. aspect of your goals uh, to get that nice reward. But yeah, yeah I will keep talking, Harry. No, 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 that's cool. It, 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 it's all right. We'll wrap it up there. But I want to say, yeah. like, uh, thank you, you guys, for coming on so much. Uh, uh, this has been like a really like in-depth, interesting like conversation. Thank you so much. Thank uh, you. Thank yeah, you that's that's sort of what we want to do. Let's let's all talk, all, man. Everyone. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, let's keep this conversation going. When when this is all like done and everything, we'll meet up and like chat about stuff. And and please like send me send me the link at, uh, over. Uh, with like the rest of the album and stuff and i'd love to say to take a listen and stuff absolutely um, i'll send them over to you if anyone's interested in checking out this project june early june sort of let's say let's give a date 10th of june <laughs> go on to www.carryhiggs.co.uk and get yourself a sneak preview of what is to come over the summer and maybe some merchandise and maybe even a couple of hoodies that we have <laughs> personally drawn and designed ourselves. So, um, and it actually contains quite a lot of the themes we talked to about today. So if you're interested in questions, if you're interested in philosophy, if you're inter interested in texture and sound and techie stuff and cables and internet and aliens and space, any of those things, if you like those, you're going to like this. <laughs> and come and get involved. Come and say hi. Cool. Cheers. No, thank you very much, guys. Uh, thanks thank so much for talking. And uh, you guys stay well. Don't get uh, don't end up don't end up getting sick or anything, will you? No, yeah. no. I mean, we've been in lockdown for sixty days or something now, so um, I think <laughs> yeah. we've escaped it. I feel lucky. Um, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. we'll get to all go outside soon. Yeah. Cool. Cool. No, we'll definitely okay. catch up catch up soon in person. And I'll definitely do. get you guys uh, to come on again, and we can chat about whatever yeah yeah there's definitely. a couple more things that we'll be doing after july um so we're we, yeah we're, we're happy to come back on and um so, uh, uh, thanks so much dom as well talking this it's nice to talk to you in well not well not in person but uh, no it's just I'm, I'm it's, sure it's we'll unusual be. to bring a producer on i know I, I just thought you know what why not because yeah, no, producers these days are so involved right yeah. so yeah all right guys do you do you take care you and too, Harry. And we'll chat soon. All right, then. Bye. Chat soon. Bye-bye. So that was my interview with Kerry and Dom about their exciting new album, Zero Plus. Oh, it was super interesting to talk to Kerry and Dom. Thank you guys for coming on. We could have chatted forever. Hence, <laughs> the interview is so long. But I just couldn't cut any of it out because we just super enjoyed talking to each other about creativity. It got a bit deep in some of it, but I super enjoyed it. Can't wait to hear more from the album, which I believe comes out in June. Super looking forward to that. Some real experimental stuff going on there. Well done, guys. And I hope you take care. And I look forward to having you on again uh, to talk about creative stuff. And uh, yeah, so that is the end of episode eight. 
Thank you guys for listening. And as always, I thought I would end with something a little light-hearted. And today it is a poem performed by one of the doctors, one of the Doctor Who's, all about the NHS to say thank you for all their hard work on the front line dealing with coronavirus. So until next time, you guys take care.